From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Friday, February 11th, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio's Department of Health reported yesterday that for the fourth week in a row, new COVID-19 cases in Ohio are on the way down. Yolanda Harris reports. Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff, director of the Ohio Department of Health, says it is a sign the Omicron wave is receding almost as fast as it rose. As the pressure on hospital staff is easing in more areas of the state, this has allowed some of our National Guard members who stepped up at a crucial moment to provide essential support to our hospitals, to head back home and back to their regular occupations. Right now, about 1,200 National Guard members are helping in hospitals throughout the state, and that's down from 2,000 at the peak of Omicron. I'm Yolanda Harris. Sunday will be a big party day in Ohio with the Bengals playing in the Super Bowl. Tino Ramos has an advisory from the State Highway Patrol. The Ohio State Highway Patrol will be upping its enforcement on Super Bowl Sunday, so they want you to be very careful as the parties kick in. OSP will be working closely with the Ohio Department of Transportation to get out the word through public service announcements and billboards on the highways, reminding people to buckle up and drive sober. In a 24-hour period during the Super Bowl last year, they made 50 59 drunk driving arrests responded to 178 crashes. 35 of those were alcohol related. In Columbus, Tino Ramos. A Toledo police officer was injured this week after he slipped entering a booby-trapped home. Officer Greg Smith was assisting on a safety check at a home Tuesday afternoon. As he entered the home, he slipped and fell to the ground due to the floor being covered in oil. The officer received minor injuries, according to a police report. The suspect was taken to the hospital for a mental evaluation. Maps of Ohio's political districts are yet to be finalized, with the May 3rd primary now less than three months away. The Ohio Supreme Court has invalidated one congressional map and two sets of legislative maps so far. The court determined in a series of four to three rulings favoring voting rights and Democratic groups that the lines violate new anti-gerrymandering protocols approved by Ohio voters. In both instances, the maps were deemed to unduly favor the Republicans who drew them, It's now up to the bipartisan seven-member Ohio Redistricting Commission to fix the maps. How that unfolds is unclear. A Southwest Ohio chiropractor has admitted to sex crimes involving former patients and employees. Steve Vaughn has the story. Dr. Stephen Boyd pleaded guilty to 11 sex-related charges for crimes dating from 1998 through 2014. Assistant Prosecutor Stephen Wagner says the charges cover all nine victims in the case. The victims have been through significant emotional trauma associated with defendants' actions in these cases. It's the state of Ohio's sincere hope that these guilty pleas will help the victims begin their own individual healing process. Judge Daniel Hoy says Boyd faces up to 21 and a half years in prison when he is sentenced on April 8. Steve Vaughn, ONN. In northeast Ohio, an ice jam on the Chagrin River is raising concerns of flooding in the Lake County city of East Lake. Emma Henderson has more with Mayor Dennis Morley. The fire department is ready and trained for rescues, but prevention is preferred. That's why fire police and even the mayor are constantly checking on the water levels, with nine feet meaning it's time to move. Once it starts raining and there's a thaw, again, it'll go underneath the ice and lift up. So that can change. Five and a half can go to nine foot in a in matter of minutes. Residents who are signed up get reverse 911 calls, letting them know of rising water and when it's time to seek higher ground. In Northeast Ohio, Emma Henderson. 
A woman from the Columbus suburb of Westerville who was wrongfully imprisoned for 18 years in connection with the death of a child in her care is now suing the state. Tracy Townsend has the story. Kimberly Hoover Moore became a free woman when a judge threw out her 2003 murder conviction. According to the dispatch, if she wins her wrongful imprisonment declaration, she can then file for compensation in the Ohio Court of Claims. By state law, anyone wrongfully convicted can collect just under $57,000 for each year they were imprisoned prison, plus money for lost wages and attorney fees. That means Hoover could be eligible for more than a million dollars in compensation. I'm Tracy Townsend. Comedian Dave Chappelle says his threat to pull the plug on his plans to open a comedy club near his hometown in Ohio wasn't because he opposed a proposal for affordable housing. Chappelle became the target of criticism this week after speaking against the development in Yellow Springs. He says in a statement through his spokesperson that the plan wasn't the right fit for the village, and he says it didn't actually offer affordable housing. Chappelle was among several residents who spoke against the project at a council meeting on Monday. The council sided with Chappelle and other residents opposing the project. And Ohio is second only to Iowa in egg production, an industry that's in the midst of a multi-billion dollar shift to cage-free eggs that is dramatically changing the lives of millions of hens in response to new laws and demands from restaurant chains. More on this from Clay Gordon. In a decade, the percentage of hens in cage-free housing has soared from 4% in 2010 to 28% in 2020, and that figure is expected to more than double to about 70% in the next four years. The change marks one of the animal welfare movement's biggest successes after years of battles with the food industry. The transition has cost billions of dollars for producers who initially resisted calls for more humane treatment of chickens, but have since fully embraced the new reality. I'm Clay Gordon. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.